0: Welcome back for another episode of the AWG podcast where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show.
1: They come to relax. Enjoy the beach. Have fun and spend money. And that's where we come in. This is the Awkward Water Sport Guys Podcast. Find out tips on the best ways to market and operate a water sports business. If you're a water sports operator, you need to grow your brand, operate more safely, upgrade your operations, and of course, increase bookings. We're industry veterans broadcasting from Destin, Florida. This is the Awkward Water Sport Guys podcast, and this is Kevin O'Neill and Greg Fisher.
0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of the Awkward Water Sport Guys podcast. On today's show, we're going to be talking to Dustin Miller of PPC Pros. He's also a new owner of a water sport company, Kind Vibe Outfitters out of Venice, Florida.
2: Wait, what'd you say?
0: It's Kind Vibes. Kind Vibes, yeah. What do you think I said?
2: I thought you said Kind Bob. Kind Bob? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Kind Bob Outfitters. (laughs)
2: Kind Bob Outfitters. This is
0: a picture of a guy named Bob just being kind. (laughs)
2: It's like Bill Murray, like what about Bob? That's that's that's
0: exactly what I was thinking, what about
2: Bob? (laughs) Hey man, don't hassle me. I'm local. I love that oh shirt. God. I want to own one. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. Sorry. My hearing bad.
0: Kind vibes. Kind. Kind vibes. Yeah. And and today it's the, we're going to be honing in on um, SMS marketing, which I think is a phenomenal topic. I can't believe we went fifty-four episodes and haven't even thought about SMS marketing
2: yeah well everybody like i don't know i hope it does well because every maybe we shouldn't like call it like i didn't mention that it's mark we'll say this we'll just say call it like text message marketing no 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 we'll just say dustin miller with kind vibe because all our fucking listeners are nerds that want to hear like other operator stories you know you guys are so weird like we look at our numbers and anytime we do like a this is how you should learn or it's like we always have these like like dropping numbers but anytime it's like somebody like yeah so then i opened up my paddleboard business, and you guys are all like, Yay! Like, what the fuck, man? You guys love water sports more than anybody I've ever met in my life. Thank God, because you keep on listening to our show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we, we were in our stats the other day and we're looking at all the episodes that had the most listens and downloads, and it's the most mundane topics that get the most views, like a phone's how to use your phone system or, um, refunds and cancellations like all the really basic topics because i think that's something we think about constantly on a daily basis and just to hear two two people talk about it and see like what what we you know they could be missing or what what, what a, a advice that we can give i think that's really important and you know i think with text message marketing it's something that i think a lot of operators think about every single day because how do we improve the communication between our guests and text message is the best way to communicate in 2021.
2: I, th- I think it becomes, I think a lot of operators run into the same problem that I did, where it's like you, you, you did use a plugin through your website and then you're getting like, you have, they, you know, they provide an app and then the customers, you know, can, can talk to you or they chat through your website. And what happens is, is these people are usually not, they're tire kickers and you don't want to get into this forever long, text read with somebody who's just kicking tires because if they're just calling you asking a bunch of fucking well that's the reason I got rid of it an issue because man I don't have time to answer all these these questions so this is sms and and text it is is in a different context you know this is somebody that that is is put you know don't get me wrong like there's there's outreach but it's done in a way so that you're not there's, there's other softwares out there that are not as clunky as like a WordPress plugin that you have to chat with somebody via text. That's not what this is. This is a software that uses, you know, AI, uh, to handle the, the heavy lifting on these sort of conversations.
0: Yeah. And, and like during the show, Kevin and I, we briefly talked about reviews and, you know, we get a lot of reviews for our partners on TripShock and, It's not because we say anything special. It's because we text people to leave a review. That's 100%. When we started doing that, our reviews went 5x overnight. So, you know, again, it's it's not so much about the message, but how you're getting that message to people. And that's what kind of this show really is about.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just I I'm gonna be I'm like I'm gonna catch so much shit from Steve Edwards, a guy and another marketer that I work with. I love marketers. I I just randomly make friendships and hire all these different marketers. Just I just waste a ton of money just because I I love talking to them. But I gotta give Steve a, a shout out because he was hammering me about this like pretty hard, and and he's like, yeah, you know, you gotta, you know, blah 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 blah, you know, like that. Nah, so there's we don't. You know, I'm we don't like endorse or not endorse, like there's a lot of people that can help you out with this. Not just Steve from AMP or Dustin with PPC pros. Like there's a lot of guys that and, and anytime hiring you you're hiring a marketer. I think the most important thing is whether it be for their if they're doing ads for you or a web design or anything, that you have a great relationship with them. That 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 you that they understand your vision. So when you're picking somebody to to work with or to work for you or work inside your organization, you have to make sure that that person not only understands the business that you're in, but understands your vision and who you are as a person because your marketing and your advertising are direct extensions of your of your company, of your messaging, of who you are as a person, I firmly believe that, and and I believe that the best marketers is are going to be able to encapsulate your values. And even if you automate a process, this process, the 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 the, the spirit of your company still has you. You still have to figure out this messaging. You still have to work out this communication because this is what you are doing with your customers. That's what a market is doing with the customers. They're communicating on behalf of you. So you have to make sure that whatever you do when it comes to your message, that it is reflective of of your culture, of your values, of what it is your offering is, and what it is the value that you provide in your service or product.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a perfect way to... And in the intro, right? Well, I just want to. <laughs> I, I just want to get. Yeah, I just want to get. I get it
2: out there, man. Because a lot of guys, like you know, they they a lot of crappy marketers are going to be like, you are going to get ten x ROI, and like, you know what I mean? It's going to be all this like bullshit. Like, you have to have a relationship with 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 these people because when I see companies that even have like great in house marketers, man, there is like there is a style and a a vibe and a message that's like if they're good. That's all yours. That's 100% you. So hashtag, hashtag Kevin's Roundtable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, and I'm going to just pitch it real quick. Right. We're getting close. Our water sport conference is October 18th. Our room block filled up. Isn't that crazy? I just had to add more rooms to our room block.
2: I don't even have one.
0: You see, yeah, I know. I, I don't even get, know, get a room, room yet. I got a room. I'm, I don't
2: know, man. I did not get a room. I'm still like trying to figure out how the hell I'm gonna get there, man. I'm you like, ugh. but
0: we did. But don't worry, we <laughs> we, get, we got more rooms added. I got we more rooms. T- we still have tickets left. We're gonna max that out a hundred. I think we I got can't. I can't. Left.
2: Can I just bunk with you, Greg? You could honestly.
0: <laughs> you could. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Um. But uh. But yeah, we have plenty. We have plenty. Plenty of space still. But uh, a lot of people are signing up kind of last minute. So. Get on to partners.tripshock.com, hit the watersport forum, buy your tickets, book your rooms, and come and join us. We have we had a a round table session meeting or just to kind of pre-plan it. And it was that hour, Kevin, was like the most fun I think I've had in like two weeks. <laughs> so when we got on the call, this is all the people that are presenting uh, at the conference, and we all had beards. <laughs> it was, was like with a beard convention. Was yeah. I wearing a shirt? no you weren't wearing. I don't know if you were wearing this shirt. <laughs> and, then, and then poor poor Rachel she comes in and she's just like the you know the the, the outlier here you know but it, it was so yeah and one, one
2: girl nine like burly fucking sailor water sports dudes like oh poor my. Rachel
0: we had we had a great time on that call I can't if that's any precursor to this conference and then I it's gonna be a great time anyways let's get to the interview
2: yeah let's get awkward
0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back. We're here with Dustin Miller, founder of PPC Pros and also a new water sport company out of Venice, Florida, Kind Vibe Outfitters. Dustin, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. What's going on? How much?
2: Dude, it feels like... It just feels like we haven't talked in years, Dustin. Yeah, it's been about, what, three hours? For, forever. <laughs> Two <laughs> hours? Hey, as, al- as always, guys... Um, uh, full transparency. Uh, Dustin. Dustin works with Destiny Water Adventures. He he does our he does our P- PPC as well as some um, new stuff. He's helping us out with. I'm not. I don't really like reviewing too much about that. You know. I... I <laughs> i'm not giving away all of my secrets i i was even i was even uh reluctant to have dustin on the show because i don't want any of my uh competitors here in dustin calling him up and using them <laughs> for marketing stuff because it's like sort of like my ninja dude since the beginning so me and dustin do have a professional relationship but it's not like he's paying to be on the show or anything like that. Justin, Dustin's got a cool story, and he's really a smart guy. And so um, being a really cool, smart guy myself, I figured he'd bring a lot of value to the show. So uh, Dustin, welcome, man. How you doing, Thanks, buddy? man. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah.
3: Good to hang out with you in a different, different medium here. <laughs> we, yeah, and we just great. got out
2: of a meeting like three hours ago. So we figured... Like, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's have tons of in today. Yeah, right, Dustin. And so
0: as we like to do, we want to know how you got into, you know, digital marketing. And also, why did you start a water sport company?
3: Yeah, so digital marketing, I got into like very, very beginning of it, like in 2007. And that was when I had a real estate business that... I need to get more customers. So I, this new thing called Google Places came up back in those days. We were doing, so I was like hacking SEO and then AdWords Express came out. And that, well, it was probably AdWords proper before that. But I noticed from being a novice at the time, uh, AdWords Express was like this easy thing. I get my reviews showing up at the top of Google. And that was like a game changer. People were, because nobody knew what it was at the time. They just thought I was the best, you know. And I really wasn't the best, but I was good enough. Apparently, I had good. I had some good reviews. So that's how I got into it, and then fast forward later, we've worked with all kinds of brands, all all size companies, uh, including tour operators. But you know, just you know, people from your local dentist up to a you know, multi million dollar, tens of millions of dollars companies. So it's not just a local business uh, thing that we've done e commerce, that whole thing. But um, but that's how I got into PPC. It worked really well. I like the power of it. I like things that get results. We don't have to like you know, fudge numbers to try to make it look like things are working. You could, you can track it. You could tell. So I like that. Um, so with the tour company, the interesting part was, so I have a cousin who lives in Venice, Florida. Great guy. He's, he's the only cousin that I have in my family It's my age and a guy. So like we have, cause we're Italian. We have all these girl cousins, all these, you know, great, great girl cousins. And uh, he moved over there with his family a few years back. We We have a company that he started that we've been working on, um, which boomed last year with COVID. We were able to take some of those profits, reinvest into an um, outdoor sports brand in Venice, Venice Outdoor Sports, which we sell e bikes, kayaks, trailer hitches, all that sort of stuff. But well, we have a tour, a local tour guide over there was like, hey, you got the equipment. You know, if we get the insurance and start running some tours and doing some rentals, let's do that. So our, water, our, our outdoor sports brand quickly became, or is becoming, a uh uh, e-bike rental kayak rental snorkel tour um that type of a brand now where we're able to you know get people to use equipment we already own basically and just monetize in a different way have some fun i was really excited because you know we're working with kevin for a little bit been working with some other tour operators i know we can kill it i'm not really too worried so i'm just like it's great they're running all that i'm handling basically the marketing Uh, they're they're doing all the operations and um so I kind of just fell into it in that way, so to speak. I didn't exactly like sit out and say this year I'm starting this company. Just kind of God brought it together in a weird kind of set of circumstances. So it's been great.
0: Now, Dustin, working with all these water sport operators, you've seen Kevin's business, does that kind of play into you wanting to maybe start something, seeing, you know, the opportunity, seeing that there's a the, you know, the, what the pandemic has has done to our the outdoor industry in general, creating a Incredible amount of demand. Did, did that play into maybe some of the, the reasons why you uh, started your company?
3: Yeah, I mean, it definitely was a reason why we started the outdoor sports brand in general because you couldn't get kayaks, e bikes, or anything fun online, locally, anywhere, you know, supply chain issues and all that. We actually had inventory and we were able to get products. That was a big reason why that was started. But honestly, you know, my cousin Jamie, who runs the show over there, him and my other partner Ryan, that's his lifestyle. He's got three kids and a wife and three dogs. And all they do every weekend is go fishing, kayaking, go e-biking. That was what, that's their lifestyle. So for them, it's really great because this is a business that we have again, another business before that, which it makes money. We enjoy it. But it wasn't like a passion project where this is more of a passion project. This is a, a business that's a lifestyle for him and for me as well. I, lo- I love outdoor stuff, but I don't really get to do it in a, in a while. I haven't had a vacation in a couple of years. Um, but that is a big play and then seeing Kevin's business I mean and the other operators we work with who are not only water sports but' just you know outdoor activity type people we have a guy we work with for even longer than Kevin who's in Maui um, and he does you know tours and things like that but everybody's booming so I knew that if this is the year to get in you're not gonna it'd be hard to fail I think in, in a lot of ways um, plus I understand the marketing behind it I mean so that was a big factor when my cousin came to me like, hey, we should do this. I was like, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there, like, I'm, I, I'm not even worried. Like, usually you're like, hmm, how are we going to monetize it? What's the best traffic source? How are we going to do it? I'm like, this is going to be a walk in the park, you know?
0: So uh, before we get into our main topic, which we're going to be talking today about SMS marketing, mm-hmm. but what is the difference, the big difference between marketing a tour business and marketing like a product business, like an e-commerce store? Like a tangible product business, like is there one or two things that come to mind and say, "Wow, this is this is why you need to hire someone in in that does tour marketing because of X."
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess the big difference is, you know, with e-commerce, you've got all kinds of other factors that come into play. It's a sometimes a longer sales cycle. You've got, you know, I wouldn't say there's no hard costs in running a tour business. Obviously, there is, but it's just a different. Game plan. And normally you might have hundreds or thousands of products, which don't all perform the same way. Um, and that, you know, you have Google Shopping, you have regular different types of campaigns. But the one thing about e commerce is it's 100% measurable for the most part in the sense that people are buying their stuff online. With a tour operator, you guys are getting phone calls, which is one of the things we talked about today, Kevin, you don't always see that revenue. There's a lead gen side to it, which is people who are calling up to book or calling up with questions or whatever. And there's also the online booking side, right? So it's kind of like a hybrid of of e-commerce and traditional lead gen that you kind of have to blend together to see how things work. So, I mean, in terms of understanding, like hiring somebody who understands the space, I think it does help. I wouldn't say I'm like the, the you know, the the, the best, you know, yeah. g- the genius in the, in the space either. I'm not. but But I understand the business model. I understand the challenges and also the attribution, which is a big, a big thing. So a lot of the people that we talk to, we deal with a lot of the o- other operators besides Kevin, and maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe we first started Kevin, they don't even tracking things, let alone correctly. And so like, they don't even know when things were working or not working until we came in and we kind of set it up for them. And that's, I think that's a big, a big thing. And then the way you set it up. So there's some interesting things I've been trying to work through with Fair Harbor tracking, for example, that, you know, kind of muddle with the numbers, understanding how all yeah. that plays in, I think does help because most people try to throw a pixel on a website and think that's going to work, or they just assume Google Analytics is always correct and go off those numbers. And I don't think that's a wise, a wise thing. And if you don't know what you're dealing with, I think that's going to be a little bit more challenging. So
0: I think I think we forget that our our products are perishable. Like, yeah. Uh, once the day's done, you'll never get that's that it. revenue back, and that changes a lot of how we market and, and especially with dynamic pricing coming into play uh, with some of the reservation softwares that. We're we're getting tools to really monetize our products to to the fullest, and uh, it's a very exciting time to be in, in tours and activities, and because just the technology is kind of catching up with with everything else. But let's jump into SMS messaging, and and uh, you know Kevin uh, came up with this topic. I think it's the perfect topic and the perfect timing to talk to discuss it because uh, going back to what I just said, technology is starting to, to be more affordable for people to utilize these tools. So Dustin, walk us through SMS messaging. What is it? Um, how to, you know, what ways do you apply it to, to a tour business?
3: Yeah. So first of all, I, I want to say like, it's not just about the technology. I think the main thing is that you're talking about how do I communicate with another human? Right. Like, yeah. cause a lot of times what happens is people get their, their mind stuck in the technology oh, but it's like this weird hack over here and this system over here and this platform. And really what we're talking about is how do I have a conversation with a human, right? What is the easiest way to do that in the most convenient way? And a lot of times that can leverage automation or that can leverage uh, a template to say a script, let's call it, versus you know having a person have to do it or trying to call them when they're not gonna answer your call because they don't know who the heck you are or your phone number says scam like, right? So to me, the first point is, it's not about the technology because in 10 years it might be something else but to me it's like how do we get our message to the person that we want to get it to them in a time in a timely fashion right in a medium that they are willing to accept and maybe even interact and then what can we do with that to help the business so I just want to start there I'll say like for like overarching stats on um, on text messages a lot of your listeners have probably heard something like this but and we could all probably relate, you know, text messages have a 99% open rate. Uh, and I'll give you a link to where this is all coming from. It's coming from local projects, a compilation of different research organizations put together these stats. It wasn't me. Um, 99 95% of texts get open and read within three minutes of being sent. And the average response time is 90 seconds. So just stopping right there. I mean, if you think about the times where you need people to check in, or you need to make sure that they bring something to their tour, or you need to make sure they have their ID when they're going to get a jet skier, like all these things that come up. And if you think an email is going to handle that, the open rate for emails, the read rate for emails the deliverability of emails is a lot lower. And you're really kind of putting your, you know, the customer's experience on the line, right? Thinking that you're going to reach them when you're not because you did your job, you emailed them, but did they get it? Who cares what you did if they didn't get it, right? It makes no difference. So I think that's one of the major points in terms of some of the stats. And then in terms of OK, that's how people talk on their on their phones or how they, they text. And so what about with businesses? Right. Because, I you know, I text my wife back. I text my kids. I text them. Of course, I'm going to open up those texts. Well, according to this particular uh, the same study, they said 78 percent of people wish they could have a text conversation with the business. They they and now How do they get this? Like, what are the questions they ask? How do they work? I have no idea. But the point is, I can personally attest to that because I've done plenty of things around my house and I prefer to text like the guy going to come over. Hey, what time you coming? How much does it cost? Can you send me over a quote? Like whatever. I don't want to talk to them on the phone if I don't have to, because you know, what if you're in the middle of something I can quickly text them without having to stop my day, tell my wife, Hey, hold on. Let me talk to this guy. Or maybe, you know, you're doing something fun and you, you don't want to answer the phone because you don't know who you're going to end up on the phone with. Right. Cause you don't recognize the number. So I think that's one area. And then, um, it looks like it says, of leads prefer to be texted compared to called. So I'm not really sure. Uh, Let me just put do not disturb on my Skype here. Sorry. Um, I'm not really sure how they got that that metric, but they also say response rates are 209% higher than those from phone calls. So imagine you're calling to confirm an appointment. Imagine you're calling for a cancellation. Maybe you got to tell them, look guys, the weather's bad today. Um, You know, we can't have you out on on the water or something like that. How do you make sure everybody gets – how do you get a hold of everybody, right? You can send an email, but do you really think they're going to see that? Kevin, Why you, you have
2: some Yeah, so just uh, real quick. Um, a lot of times, don't ever feel like you need to stop just because I raise my finger. That's more of like oh. me to Greg going like, I'm next. Um, so oh. I, if you ever <laughs> see me raise my finger in the middle of your thought, don't let that throw you off too All much. I have like teacher flashbacks. I have a question coming. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, my question is, is like – and and maybe it's more like existential philosophical question. I love to like derail us like that. But I wonder where this like where this happened where we stopped wanting to talk to each other. I fucking hate talking to people like I do. Like I don't want to like me and my wife will like always like arguing like who's making the call. You're making the call. I'm making the call for like the food or something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if we're not diffusing like DoorDash or whatever. But I hate <laughs> it, man. I don't want to talk to anybody, you know, or even like text for that matter. But um, people... um. I know that people have texted like our, wait <clears throat> A ton of different numbers out there obviously for the for the business. But I mean for the eight five for my main business line number that was on all of our stuff, like I would go into our like Verizon app and and I would I would see like a bunch of like random ass texts. You know, we like I'm not, you know, people are like, oh let's just text this number. And uh so I wonder where like where this because it is a dramatic shift. This is a, a major shift. So I have to imagine that like obviously like demographic has something to do with it. I don't know that I think Gam Gam is still probably calling, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know that she's necessarily texting, but it just seems like such a massive shift in the way we communicate. And it seems like almost like a pretty, like a fast one. Like those are dramatic numbers that you're mentioning. Like these 90%, 90% of people would rather text than they would call. And I, 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 anecdotally, I am I, the same way, you know, I don't really want to talk to anybody. So I, I just wonder why that is. Like, what what has happened in the buying experience where you're just like, I don't want to. Probably because it's like oh, I don't want to talk to a salesman. You know, I just well, you to. know,
3: th- think about it like this: How many businesses do you fax something to now? Oh, it's not because day, you. Time. Time I, I mean, yeah. people people probably didn't like have anything really wrong with fax at the time, but new technologies come out to make it more convenient, easy. That's why we have email, right? So I think with the new, with new technology, much like Greg talking with dynamic pricing, with new technology comes a new norm, right? It just, it just is. Why do people like use messenger apps? Why are they on Facebook commenting instead of like actually talking to their friends anymore? I think it's just because now they have another option that's more convenient. And personally, I, I think we also been bombarded with so much crap that we don't even want to hear all the noise. We just want to do it our way. In a way,
2: I, I prefer courier pigeon. So when I'm done with all my facts in <laughs> the morning, like I fucking roll up all my little messages, I put them in their little fucking talons. They fucking go <laughs> deliver them all over the fucking all oh, my direct my direct response marketing via carrier pigeon yep. <laughs> and Dan Kennedy style. Yeah. <laughs> so also, yeah.
0: we are we are so impatient nowadays. We are so freaking impatient. <laughs> When I call, like the other day I called the SBA and it is was awful. It was an awful experience. You know, you have to go through ten prompts, then you gotta wait on on hold. And I always before I even make a phone call, I'm like, can I get these people on live chat or can I send them an email? Because I don't want to waste 30, 45 minutes of my day. Sometimes my assistant, she'll just call and go on hold for 40 minutes so I can and just knock on my door when they're ready. I I mean it's a big waste of time. And you see more companies investing less resources into their call center and more on chat and other things. So the more, you know, the more things they do like that, the less I don't want to talk on the phone. It's just like this big generational shift in, in phone. And plus I feel like a lot of Gen Z, I I think they're kind of, kind of scared of even having confrontations and phone calls with people. Yeah, Yeah, you know, having, so, having to negotiate with somebody on the phone and, and people like to process information. Like if I'm negotiating with somebody, it's so much easier when you're texting or emailing because you have time to process it. When you get someone on the phone, you got to think quickly. You got to be um, kind of got to be ready for it. So I think there's a lot of other things that come into play from a business perspective, which makes it easier to do text or, or email. And plus for me, just considering of like how sue people sue happier people are these days, I like email and text messages because I have proof of my conversations. But that yeah. goes into another whole rabbit hole of things.
2: So yeah. I, 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 the other the other thing is is um, I, I wonder how hard it's going to be for. I mean, I've de- dealt with other businesses for some reason. It seems like tour. Uh, tour operators uh definitely water sport people like which tend to be a little backwards a little ten tend to like cling to our if it ain't broke it, don't fix it ways um mm-hmm. i i don't know a lot of tour operators personally that are really employing uh tax um it wasn't just at your at, at your uh uh, behest Austin, I, I i was hammered by this but with with steven edwards uh, a friend of ours and uh, uh, contributor to the show and buddy in our group uh because I, I had to be focused give me shakes but like, don't act like you're the king of sms because i was bothering no. you about why aren't you I'm the SMS? because i was like <laughs> oh yeah you know i gotta really get like my email dialed in so can, for my review requests and shit you know it's like i just because we stopped because you know fair harbor has these does have these sort of like clunky bad you know versions of this stuff you can use fair harbor you can use peak pro um but any of you guys out there that are listening like just understand they don't do a good job at it this is not what it's it's a nice feature for them to have if it's something that you don't want to fuck with don't get me wrong fair harbor does offer this peak pro does offer this communication but not in the same it's not in the same like conversational way. They'd have these as like automatic. It's like very stiff. It's very prompt. Uh, what Dustin and uh, a lot of the other agencies that are out there that are in our space, like they're, they're it's, I don't know. The technology is far, far beyond me. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get what makes what they do better than what Fair Harbor does. Other than I've been seeing results working with, uh, working with Dustin and, and, I don't know, man. It's 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 I can imagine yeah. there's gonna be some pushback from because Greg, I know you use these same systems and processes through TripShock too. Yeah. I see a, a ton more reviews and a ton more engagement converting through TripShock than even through my own GMB, which I always find super frustrating. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. That's great. Leave me a great review on TripShock. That's fantastic. Also go to Google review me over there. That's, uh, no no offense to TripShark, but you know, but I, I think Google's got a couple more eyes than they do. I don't know. I think you're off.
0: <laughs> well, let, well, let's let's unpack that. So, Dustin, you know, where does um, you know, tour companies and SMS marketing kind of converge? Like, what are some of the things that we're missing?
3: Yeah, I mean, so I think the opportunities are are great. So there's going to be there's going to be legion on the sen- and the sense of conversion and optimization, right? So how do we get more people who came to our website or came to our whatever or heard about us turn into a customer, right? So one of the one of the ways is some people are not going to just book online and some of you guys are too busy to answer your phone. Okay, so give them the option to text chat. So now you can have one of your staff members who might be too busy to answer the phone for 30 people in an hour, but they can have five text conversations at the same time because you're not having to focus on, like you said, Greg, that live communication. You have a few minutes to talk it over. You have a few minutes to get back to people. So that's one way to leverage your staff, right? So not having to hire two more people, have one person who can do more and save yourself some money in that way, as well as offer people, as we've seen in the stats, a way they really want to ask a question. And maybe they don't want to wait on the phone for five minutes on hold to ask you, hey, do you have availability today? Why not? I mean, of course, they can look on the online calendar, but people are lazy. Sometimes they don't do that. So maybe they just send a text. Hey, you guys have an availability for X and X today. They send a text. You can respond. Yeah, we do. I'm going to book you. Sure. Great. So you can have those conversations. So I think in one way, increasing your conversion rate by getting more of the traffic you're already paying for, you're getting it one way or another to turn into a lead. Another way is If you're running a tour, that's based on a group of people, right? And you've got those people who show up late all the time. Why not? And they show up without what they need all the time. And they're not ready. Their waivers aren't done, whatever it is. Get a message out to them. If you're going to leave at, say, 1 p.m., send them a text two hours early that says, hey, your tour starts in two hours. Remember to bring this, that, this, that, and the other thing, or you will have a delay. Or whatever it is. Hey, your tour starts in 10 minutes. Make sure you're over here by this particular place. All based on information you're pulling through Fair Harbor about their booking right? So that's a way to, is it going to make them, is it going to make you more money? I mean, I say, yeah, in the sense that you're not going to be late for stuff all the time. You're going to have a better customer experience because some people are on vacation. They just want to have fun. They're hungover as heck. They're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about your schedule. They're thinking about the the margarita they're about to drink and the one they had three hours ago. So it's like those text reminders, I think will help help people do what they need to be doing, right? That's one, that's one area. Um, reviews. So Kevin, we kind of obviously beat this one to death, but People will respond to reviews a lot easier with text. I mean, they just will. First of all, it's just because they're seeing the request. The whole reason why email doesn't work as well is because people don't see it. They never get it. Or it's so easy to delete it because there's 500 other emails in their inbox and you're not a priority. And even if they say, I'll I'll do it later, uh, by the the same day, uh, the same time the next day, your email is now three pages in. It's like the first page of Google or the second page of Google. Nobody goes there, right? You don't go back pages in your, in your email inbox a lot of times. Right.
0: Even that, even if that text message is a spam, they're going to read it and engage with it like 90 something percent of the time. Yeah. And they might <laughs> say,
3: leave me alone, but okay, yeah. we'll leave you alone. But at least you responded. We know you saw it. Right.
2: Yeah. So my question is, is are, are, can you like with, with the, the different technologies and, 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 and marketing software out there that's available, um, are you able to create like, could you, could you potentially create different funnels based on different needs? So meaning that like, if you put in this information, let's say like, for example, like I'm a huge fan of, of upsells, but say you want to sell somebody a t-shirt or you have an additional product somebody might be interested in. Can you sort of like put these like different, um, uh, can you put like, uh, like, like, so if I have a, a group of people that have, have not have converted on a, a jet ski tour, Uh, but we want to we want to sell them um like damage coverage and we we sell basically insurance. So let's say we've only had uh, you know a ten percent take rate. So let's leave ninety percent of these of current jet ski renter tour folks that have yet to purchase damage coverage. Can we put them into a bucket? Is there a way to automate this process? To say like, okay, well, you haven't bought down trucks. Like, let's let's hit them with a text message as well that says, "Hey, just in case you forgot, accidents happen. Damage protection."
3: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, what we're doing right now for you, we're pulling in the type of rental that they're getting. We're pulling that they are renting a pontoon. We pull the start date, the end date, the revenue for it. Not that we need it for what we're doing now, but we can build out a calendar and build out a funnel to tell this is the longer term is attribution because now you've got all your data coming through one place, right? It's like with analytics, you talk about phone calls and that revenue, which you can never find through analytics, but this might be a way to do that. It's a whole other conversation, but yeah, you can, you can build out funnels for that. And you could say, look, if 90% of people are not buying it, then just send that crap to everybody. You don't even need to do anything fancy and say, Oh, let's not send to the people who buy. All you gotta do is say, Hey, if you didn't already buy your travel insurance or your, I'm sorry, your, uh, your damage insurance, do it now. And we can also do text to pay links where you can do that. I mean, at
2: what what point do you feel that, that there, it becomes saturated or that, or that people are feeling like bombarded because the last thing you, you, you like, you know, you really want to do is like, it is, it's, it's like, it's obviously, you don't want to be like super annoying. Like, hey, don't forget your damage protection. Hey, don't forget your sunscreen. Like, hey, don't forget to get her early for like, kids Christ, man. What are you, my girlfriend? Stop texting me, bro.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's just you have to think about that, right? Like, yeah I mean, here's the thing. Like, you're not going to text them every 10 minutes, right? You got to really think about it. You might text them one time to about the damage control. I mean, the, I say damage control, damage insurance. You might text them one time about, hey, your tour leaves here, bring this, right? You're gonna text them maybe one time after the tour ends to get a review like the next day. That's three. You don't need to text them 500 times. If you find a, you no, know, actually, there's a fourth one, which I think is a great use case. I don't know how it would work on the back end for the, the money, but what about tour guides and people who don't get their tips because nobody has their wallet, nobody's got cash? How do you get that money from them? Text right. them a link. And say, hey, a lot of people don't have their wallets on these tours, but 100% of this money goes to your guy, just text this button to pay. And there's a way you can pay, right? You can either send a PayPal link if you want, or you send them a link to like a third-party system yeah, no, right, yeah. and let, get your guys paid more. And then it doesn't cost you anything, really.
0: So, Kevin, I got a question for you. You know, your repeat customers are what, about 15%, 20%? Mm-hmm.
3: Man, I don't
0: know. I just, I mean, I'll tell you. For TripShock, our repeat customers are seven or eight percent. It's really small. At least it might be more, but that's what our data says. My mine might be think, a little
2: bit higher because of the so yeah, I, because yeah, we're fifteen at, and twenty percent so, would be fair. Okay,
0: all right. So you're talking maybe seventy five to eighty percent or more are new customers that you might not even ever see again. Right. So who gives a shit if you text them five or six times? They're not going to walk away from that experience and say. That damn company texted me five times. My vacation is ruined. The worst, if they have a great time, especially, they're not even going to matter. That's why we are a little more liberal when it comes to our browse abandonment campaigns and our card abandonment campaigns. They get three emails in a 24-hour period. And the reason why they get that many emails is because we know that people that convert, they usually convert, 80% of the people who convert It's their first visit. So you really got to get them when they hit their website because if they they're not they're very unlikely to come back for that second time. So we hit them really hard with those browse abandonment, text message, all that stuff, or remarketing. We hit them totally hard for that first 24 hour period. And then it drastically our our saturation for that customer drastically goes down. So you know, sometimes you have to be aggressive knowing that the product is perishable and knowing the trends that people are buying almost immediately once they visit you.
3: No, I was just going to say, yeah, one other use case that, you know, you talked about repeat, and this is something that I think, Kevin, we talked about on a phone call and passing ever so briefly, but what about your locals, right? What about people who are there all year round during your slow season? Why not have a way to get them taking a tour, right? Give them maybe an off season special. Maybe it's, hey, your birthday's coming up or hey, have a party for Super Bowl or hey, like there's people who maybe won't be traveling into the area all the time. And it really, it depends. I got guys that are, that are in Alaska. So most people are not just hanging out in Alaska, right? But in Florida where we're at, it's very common that people would drive an hour or two to do that. But if you maybe, and this could be also email, it doesn't have to only be text message. The point is, this is a way you know you can get an offer in front of people. And that same study I was referencing, there's actually a stat on that. It said 75% of people like offers sent via text, but no more than two times a month. I was like, wow, I'm surprised to even hear that because most people don't like offers. But if it's a good offer, if it's relevant, and say, hey, look, you you took a pontoon tour with us. Hey, look, man, thanks for your business, you were here in August or whatever. Because you're a customer, we just want to let you know we're offering whatever, 10% off during off season if you want to book something or for this particular time of the year hey you know get on the water with you know for for new year's or something i mean whatever it is you know what i mean just come up with ideas to keep yourself busy during the off season when typically you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs shutting things down why not find a way to get basically a vip of locals vip list of locals that you can reach out to without having to go through a lot of hoopla and get them back out there get them booking with you again it reduces basically your acquisition cost goes way down. I'm not I'm sorry, not your acquisition cost, but your uh your lifetime value goes way up for those people because now you're double selling them, right? And if you got 15% of people, I'm not going to mention your numbers here obviously, Kevin, but that's not a that's that's a number of people you might be able to recapture maybe 20 30% of that number. That's a good number, man.
0: Yeah. yeah that's, I want to I want to deep go a little deeper into um just the I guess the legalities of it. So Email, we could be a little more liberal with it. I mean, we send emails to people who book and don't necessarily opt in, you know. But with text message, it's a whole different playing field because if you spam on text, you can get in big trouble. I mean there's some really heavy heavy laws and I hear horror stories from bigger brands. We don't we don't mess around with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we focus only on text message communication that's relevant to their buying experience but for like if someone booked with us last year and we're we're, gonna, we're not we're not sending them offers. We'll do that through email and those workflows there. Mm-hmm. But um, what are the what are the ways that you suggest a good lead in for like a VIP list? I mean what are some opportunities to you know acquire those those messages legally and efficiently
3: yeah i mean well obviously a discount is always one thing people do right um could be that they like i there was one guy i talked to who's also in florida a different market than you kevin and he has a basically a membership like you pay a monthly membership to be able to rent a certain number of hours a month on a, on a jet ski or on a pontoon like it's basically like a it's like a you know a payment plan, basically, where you're just, you, it's almost like a gym membership. You go as much as you want, you pay X amount, and there's some stipulations behind that. So there's ways you can get people in on a recurring that will obviously make it relevant to be texting them regularly. Um, there's ways to get them in to buy, buy a discount. Like, look, hey, join our VIP club and get, you know, and you have to have some legal verbiage here, and I'm not a lawyer. You don't have to two texts a month, blah, blah, blah. You get that on the opt-in. And then you're, you know, you're setting the expectation that they're going to get text. So the idea is not to go out there and get a list of people and just spam them. It's it's a way to engage your already existing customer base and to get more people in. It could be a giveaway. That's another thing that we didn't talk about. Win a birthday party on the water, right? Enter to win. Could be a Facebook ad you could run. Build up your email and your SMS list. People will expect to get uh, messaged about that, right? That's one way to do it. Um it could just be part of your terms of service when they get a booking from you that they're agreeing to be texted. And, of course, you have an opt-out uh, an opt out option there or that you can make it default that they're not opted in unless they check that box, but incentivize them. And some people are willing to do that. So I think there's there's different ways to do it. It really depends how you're going to use it. So if you're talking about a local VIP thing, I think running ads locally about a way people could take advantage of it, like a giveaway, you know, win a win a trip for eight on the water you know, for whatever the weekend, you get two days, you run that ad to local people, we get giveaway opt-ins for less than a dollar each out of Facebook for way less cooler stuff than that. Um, And it doesn't mean that they're all great customers at some point, but they're sharing with their friends, they're posting, they're doing all that. And we're able to build this, you know, relatively easily like that. And again, your terms of service have to be clear on those opt-in pages. I mean, that's one way to go.
0: I mean, and you can always do both. Like you can say, save $5 on your, on your uh, trip today. Yeah. Join our list. Join, join our list. And then also you get entered into a, you know, birthday giveaway. I would only offer the text message mainly to locals. Um, you know, if if I, if I had a, a smaller budget anyways, I would really target locals because, you know, a tourist giving tourist that comes here once every three years getting two texts I think that's. Yeah, it doesn't make a any sense. Investment, yeah, it would not be locals, and I know Kevin does a lot of business with locals.
2: You should. Yeah. So you're saying that, like, maybe you shouldn't sell your your like list, your 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 phone number list to like the meat hot singles in your <laughs> local area. Is is illegal? <laughs>
0: i was like
2: like, i'm I'm always like man like how many people like why are people texting me to meet hot singles in my area it just seems
0: like you guys not get this spam i was gonna say
3: i don't don't think i get those things no
0: it's it's our for some reason it's our area because my wife gets them too and i get them and and it's just yeah the best part about it is that when those texts come they text like 50 people at a time or 10 people at a time. So then like some someone will respond and say, stop. <laughs> and then everybody gets it. And then the next yeah. guy's like, stop. And my phone is dinging nonstop for 30 minutes because they don't understand that you're texting everybody in the group.
3: Oh my! And God. then
0: finally, like you'll see somebody that has a half a brain that says, if you guys keep doing this, we're going to continue getting these text messages. So just delete it and stop. And right. then the next person says, Okay, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's just, it's literally hysterical. Um, it's
3: like Galaxy Quest when they had that so, grenade in the desert and everybody kept picking it up. And I don't know if you guys saw Galaxy Quest, that old yeah with Tim, yeah Tim Allen. Allen. Yeah.
2: So why is why is it that like like you're not the only like guy like in the marketing space that like wants to get into tourism? Like I always think it's funny is like because I've always like, considered I'm like man you know I like I want to start like a marketing agency. You know it seems like really fun and super cool. Like and people think I'm crazy. Like man I just want to sit in a nice office with four tiny little nice plants behind me and my little <laughs> therapist couch like you guys don't have video but that's the background of dust and you know like yeah, mine's, just, mine's just like this like terrible messy like if i were <laughs> in my office like down and where my shit is like it would be like Oil and people swearing everywhere. I was like, "Why do you guys <laughs> want to get into this space, man? It just seems so like it's so so." <clears throat> I want I want to switch gears a little bit and, and, and get back and go back to your uh, go back to your tour company. So this is you're gonna be your first year in
3: operations. Yeah, it's gonna be our right. well, we're starting up. We're getting we already booked our first couple of tours uh, in the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, we're uh, literally just it. starting up. This is not a. Uh,
0: it's
3: and not a, it's where exactly is yet. this? Venice, Florida. So we're just about an hour south of Tampa on
2: who the West we Coast. Know in, who do we know in Venice? Why do I feel like we know? So do we have an operator?
0: I think you're thinking Chris Woodruff.
3: I am. Where's that? Where? Uh, Vero
0: Beach. Vero Beach. Yeah, yeah that's on my yeah. side
3: of the state. So that's on the East Coast. It's sorry, on the West I- Coast of Florida. So has have so have you guys been? Has there been
2: any challenges been? Pre- I mean, obviously you got like the marketing down, you got the advertising down, you got the website stuff down. Um, I'm, is there any other challenges you feel or any curveballs
3: you guys have been thrown or anything? I mean, not you- yet. It's a little too early, but I think managing it all with not enough people is going to be fun because we've got like just. I think I think we're gonna run into these issues of availability and not being able to potentially. Take staff. on as much as we'd like. Yeah. Like trying to staff up because yeah. the guy we have now running is really great, but you're going to get overworked. But what happens when you take a day off? What happens when you call in? What ha- you know, what happens when things happen? People have booked. How's that going to yeah. Like I can already see that. And I'm not saying this person is going to do a bad job or that's going to be an issue. But life happens, oh. man. You can't control it. So
2: what? what what's what? Well, you said e-bike. It, that's not those like scooters that you see,
3: like everyone dropping off everywhere and picking up on the app, is it? No, this is an actual. I have one in my garage, but it's an actual e-bike. The thing I get up to like thirty-five miles an hour on this thing. It's freaking awesome. It's like a fat tire, like oh, bike. Yeah. It weighs like sixty pounds, but it's and there's a mountain bike. I have like the the chill one, but there's like the mountain bike one. So people in this area, they, they bike a lot. There's a bike trail right next to our place, right next to our location. So like we're literally right at the bike trail and also like two miles from the kayak launch. So we're like right there, which is great. So people see us because they're coming and going. And uh, it's just another way when you're in town for, for vacation. It's a lot of snowbirds, you know, South Florida or Southwest Florida. And so people are not here bringing all their stuff with them right from their house up north. So they want to rent the bike. They want to go around for a while. Where they just want to go on a tour and see there's some ancient Indian burial mounds over there. Apparently, I had no freaking idea. But they're going with this guide and seeing some really cool stuff. So, it's just really nice.
2: Man, it's so funny. I hear like – and I hear everybody's voice like I talk to, man. Like, And I don't – like, I, I like to be like a study of human – like when I when we talk – so, we did a show last week. was on like diversification – and, and and everybody in this, you know, we're like, I'm in the midst of starting some new stuff too. And, but you, you can always hear like the, like, the, like the day job voice. And then the, like the hopeful entrepreneur voice, you're like, <laughs> oh, it's like e-bikes and like kayaks and paddle boards. And you know, man, like you, you can hear like your, the voice, your voice, like on an upward scale, you know, like, so we're talking like PPC and like, you know, like, ah, uh, uh, we need to reduce the cost, dust Ah, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you got it. And like, and like your voice, like kind of like goes down so i find it really funny especially in this industry because like people is like yeah you're doing like paddleboards i'm like yeah we got like
3: we got like kayaks and like paddleboards. <laughs> you're, you're like bored of it already <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, you like i don't want to talk about this stuff i mean yeah. honestly that's that, that's one of the main reasons you said like why why get into this type of a thing why is it such a great you know business to have because if you're going to be sitting around doing something all day at least let it be something fun when you're doing marketing for an e-commerce brand that sells Stuff that you don't care about. I mean, yeah, you can get them results. I mean, I care about marketing. I love marketing. Don't get me wrong, but when it could be marketing something that's actually fun that people are like, you look, look at the reviews you're getting, Kevin. I mean, look at the responses you're getting. People are having a freaking awesome time, and the same thing you're probably doing as well, Greg. I mean, you guys are you guys are giving people the things that they're going to remember when they're freaking 50 years from now, if they're lucky, they're going to be remembering that time with their kids that they did that. Okay. When you buy a damn uh, widget on an e-commerce store, chances are you're not going to remember what it is unless it's an ED treatment device. And now your marriage is better, right? Like you're probably not going to remember that, that, that transaction. A what? Wait, a what? A what? A what device? <laughs> it was a joke, with like an ED treatment for guys. E- oh, ED. Hey. <laughs> I'm oh,
2: just saying, man. your wife. No, worked, that's like one of my super I'm super passionate about ED <laughs> products, dude. No. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, Viagra, dude. I love it all, man. Yeah, those I'm just, just saying. Those, those I don't even have ED, products. but I use it as an enhancement. Yeah, because I thought that's what you said, and I got excited. No, ED? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I can tell you my last. That year. was for you, Kevin.
0: I love it. <laughs> That was for you. <laughs> you know. You know what's funny is, uh, there, I get these. You know, not of them. None of them like in my late 30s. I get all these ads served to me because I'm like in that that affinity group now for like ED products. But mm-hmm. when I see those those sponsored ads, it also says all my friends that have liked it. So now oh, I wow. know all my friends that have ED <laughs> problems, <laughs> and I, so when I talk to them and they're telling me about all their problems, like with their with you know with their marriage, I'm just thinking like, eh, well, I think I know what your problem is. You don't got to tell me though, but <laughs> <laughs> it's so that's the creepy. So you know you can't you can't like anything nowadays because was gonna give away all your. It,
2: it, listen for anybody that's out there listening. I like I don't hawk shit a lot, but I do talk about things I really like. Let's just be honest here. You don't need. Ed to have fun with Viagra. Like, let's just be fucking a hundred percent honest here, man. It's like you don't need steroids, but fucking make you lift weights a lot better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always do. If you've never listened to the show, Dustin, it's it's a weird place, oh, man. I have, I, I have. Like, I think your eyes like open like wide when you hear me start saying like motherfucker and like cocksucker and all sorts of crazy shit, man. I'll fucking say whatever
0: I want. Yeah, this is the part where I decide whether I'm going to edit this out, but usually I keep it in. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I've heard, I've to heard because, you
3: keep yeah. it in. I've heard a few uh, episodes. <laughs> it doesn't get edited out very often.
2: Oh, well, because cause frankly, the fact of the matter is, dude, like <laughs> most of the operators, they don't – like their offices don't look like your motherfucking office. They look like my fucking office. Oh, offices, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, fucking alka yeah. like, oh, sir and fucking – You know what I mean? Fucking crazy pill. Like, fucking, they look like my office. Like, a crazy, like, most operators are fucking crazy people. And especially in water sports, though. We're we're a very special brand. But I mean, your office is all like clean and white and nice. Greg's got nice artwork in the background. You know, I got. Well, you saw my artwork earlier. Yeah, yeah I love
3: it. I love that.
2: <laughs> yeah, well I think I think it's awesome, man. I, I think it's fantastic. I love to see people get into like the lifestyle end of things, man. And then once you can and we do, we talk about this a lot and especially in the last episode and something I've been like we always like talk about like how you can start to get involved into other things or how you can add ancillary products to your initial offerings. And I think it's really sort of cool to see that the, the industry sort of like learn from one another, especially a, a service-based industry. Like you're not, you're not going to buy like a, you know, you're not like buying a parasail ride on like eBay or something like that or doing like a virtual jet ski ride. So, but in order for us to thrive and survive in this market, we have to adopt these practices that all... Th- all the giant companies are employing and the, and because they result in more sales, they result in more conversion. So we have to keep eye on this. You know, you can't just have your head inside of a jet ski or, you know, uh, of on your fucking paddle boards or whatever e-bikes, e- whatever you may be doing. Like you have to see how things are being sold, how human interaction happens. So I always like to see like the play between these, these industries start to happen because traditionally in water sports, man, Guys are using like sticky notes and pencil and paper. And it's like, well, I don't have a computer, man. I'm on the beach. You know, how do you run a jet ski off a beach and like, you know, start to employ some of this stuff? But now that we have like, you know, these amazing little computers at our, at our disposal at all time, like. Yeah, man, you can use this stuff anywhere at any time. And, um, I'm, I'm with the, with the texting, I'm super guilty. In the beginning, when we built our website, we had like a chat functionality on the website and then it was coming through. Like I was getting notifications through the app on my phone and that was fucking like, I just couldn't do it anymore. So in our industry too, because of the lifestyle aspect of it. Guys get overwhelmed because a lot of operators feel like they need to wear, and it's not just, it's every small business owner that you feel like you need to wear every hat at all times. And this, and, and this is where companies have a problem with scalability you know, nobody wants to like pay for this service when it's like well yeah no i built my site on wix and they had like the wix chat app so why would i just <laughs> but at the same point in time i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm like oh fucking answer oh you're upset i'm sorry oh you know so it's just like oh fuck tech i'm not dealing with it anymore because mm-hmm. i have to deal with it so to to see these products that are coming out that are using more that are using like ai and more of this at least you're getting a conversation because that's the first thing I've seen is, is that the responses are um the responses are like, people are like, Oh, this is like, Kevin's like texting me. Let me tell you, Kevin. Oh, I love you so much. Or worse. You know, let me tell you, Kevin, why I fucking hate you so much. So to to, to be able to have that technology to sort of like, you know, delegate that to, you know, our AI gods or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that are, are coming to take over our souls is, is definitely an, an interesting concept. But I also will, I, I will say that it probably most operators are pretty kind of like their eyes glaze over when you start to talk about it because it's, oh, uh, well, it's, 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 they feel like they got to do it themselves. And, 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 Dustin, like you've been helping us out with this. You, you said that like, uh, if that, that mostly, mostly like scripts, but if you have like a concerning, then uh, you can get away from sort of these the pan res- uh, the canned responses and have a member of your staff step in and maybe deal with something that's yeah. actually really. Concerning. We're
3: already doing that for you. You don't even know that but we're already doing that for you. Yeah, and well, yeah, the because one because be the because one. you have to, and I and I know that Greg, you had something you want to interject, but I think mm-hmm. the one thing is that I'm trying to do here, and this is something I think for operators and any business is I'm trying to leverage technology. So you don't have to leverage human capital because human capital is fickle, is expensive, is unreliable. And I love humans. I am a human. I have two little humans and a wife. So I mean, nothing against humans here, but it's easier. Like if it's something a human shouldn't have to do because it's redundant or is repetitive or it's not necessary, then you don't have to do that. Right. I think it's just a, a paradigm shift. Now there's things that we can have technology help us with. It's never going to be the Terminator and run by itself 100. percent. But you can have you can have humans leveraging technology to get more done. And it doesn't have to be the operator, the, the owner operator. It shouldn't be the owner operator. And, and honestly, like what I'm hoping for is having a way that it's a done for you thing. So all you need to do is pay for it. Maybe you approve some of the template for messaging. And that, again, this is like talking a few months down the road here. And you deploy it in your business. You cover the cost. Somebody else runs it for you. You get the benefit without, you know, you're paying money to do that, of course. But the return on it is usually going to be a lot better depending on what you're doing, depending on how well you take care of customers, depending on how you how you use it. So the idea is not, here's more for you to do, learn this technology and try to figure it out. The idea is, let me take what's already working and, and bring it into my business like you do with a jet ski. You don't go out there and you don't put people on your back and paddle them around the water. You freaking buy a damn jet ski, right? So that's what we're talking about here. There's technology... That will do some of this so you don't have to do it as much or when there's times that you need to interject because, like, for example, in, in our case, somebody doesn't respond in a way that you're hoping that they would respond or you're not sure how you should respond from an AI perspective. Okay, then let a human, like a human rollover. Okay, let a human take care of that. Let a human respond I, just, to that I do.
2: I do paddle people around. I show you. <laughs> you're you called cat. Probably. The Kev 2 or 5,000. And I can, I can tell you, ladies, I never had a problem with ED. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, Dustin, geez, always Kevin's always going to wrap it up like this. Well, we really appreciate you uh, coming on the show and sharing your wisdom. Uh, but I do have one last question. Everyone's probably asking, okay, I- I'm sold. I need to do SMS. Where do I start?
3: Yeah, the simplest can, thing, to and, and you start and, you, with. and
0: you're, you, you can definitely pitch your company if you'd like to.
3: No, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, people want to reach yeah. out to me and talk Turkey. I'm, uh, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like uh, PPCPros.co, like C O, that's fine. You can reach out and use the chat widget because I do. I drink my own Kool Aid here, but I think the the, the simplest place to, to start is just making it simple. Would be get reviews using SMS because you're going to open up conversations and, and it doesn't have to be just reviews. It could be feedback. You're going to start engaging with your customers that way. I think you're going to start to see, wow, like people are not upset. Like people there, actually there don't mind.
0: Services that you, are there a few services that you recommend?
3: Yeah. I mean, so we're using one obviously internally that um, you can you know talk to me about whatever there, there's, I, again, I'm not sold on the technology. I think that the SMS based uh, web chat is better than the desktop uh, web chat because people leave your website then that's it. That's over. Uh, Podium is a pretty big company that like basically we have the same technology we're using for people that podium sells to operators for two to three times the cost with less like there's really no handhold there's really no setting up things mm-hmm. um WordPress but
0: I, plugins too correct.
3: I don't know. I haven't used any the WordPress plugins. I'm sure that they do I mean it just depends on again what functionality you're looking for,
0: yeah, I mean, like we use Amazon, but it's a more of a a sophisticated you need a developer to implement all that, but there's like live chat um live chat inc Uh, i think it's or livechat.com i forget they the the domain but yeah there's a lot of different ones that even have Mm -hmm. like a hybrid chat and sms tool built in but i mean you go to google and search and you'll see a lot of different Mm -hmm. options and just do some demos or just read some reviews but if you have that and good or just if you have a reservation software talk to your account rep and ask them which ones that they connect with that's a good start too yeah, yeah, we're we're integrating yeah, with Fair yeah. Harbor using Zapier,
3: so that's how we're doing yeah, okay. it to get that yeah. data in. I mean, you can do it through other things. You could do a custom API integration, but I don't think you need to. I don't think it's worth all,
2: it. All of them, Peak Peak Pro, um, uh, oh geez, Jason Morehouse's company, man. I'm um, Checkfront. Uh, yeah, they they all have integrations. I, I'm pretty sure that I know Peak Pro for a uh, fact uses Zapier. Um but most of your larger book but but I wanna jump in there and say that like a lot unless like you're using some like unless you're using something like podium or twilio or something like that, which I'm not I haven't been like amazed or anything by their the capabilities that they offer and it's expensive. Um uh, the internal stuff that they use like it's very it's very basic you know they'll reach out I, they might have like a drip campaign functionality but usually it's just like 24 hours after their tour it's like hey get, can you give us a five-star review on google or TripAdvisor or whatever and there's, there's really no much more than that you know it's just like a quick reminder so i'm never a big fan of that every operator gets it and uses it I, but the conversions are nowhere. I, I mean, the, the conversions have been nothing like. I mean, what uh, the even what Dustin's yeah. been doing for us. So,
0: well, Dustin, thanks again for spending some of your valuable time to come on and talk uh, about SMS and your business. We wish you the best of luck. We hope to see you at the Watersport Conference next month. And uh, that's in our been- group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he's in our group. He's, he's in, our in our Facebook app. group. So yeah, Dustin you can, Miller. You can uh, hit him up and ask more questions. And if for everyone listening, yeah, make sure you join our Facebook group, Watersports and Tour Professionals. Check out our website, watersportpodcast.com. Follow us on social media. We have a Facebook. We have an Instagram that Kevin's doing a phenomenal job managing. And What? <laughs> 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 uh, but anyways, yeah, everyone, hey, thanks again. And as always, keep it awkward.
3: Yeah, man. Thanks, thanks.
1: You've been listening to the Awkward Watersport Guys podcast. If you're in the water sport industry, this is the podcast that brings the business perspective to parasailing, jet and ski boat rentals, sailing, snorkeling, and everything else. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. Be sure to sign up to our email list at watersportpodcast.com and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time, and thanks for listening.
0: Thanks again for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators to continue the conversation. See you next time.